Some of the topics discussed on Blackbird and Advocacy Podcast may be difficult to hear. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to episode 36 of Blackbird. Whoa. We have to start thinking about what we want to do for our 50th. Um, paper. I think that's the paper. Oh. Or is that diamond? Or is it wood? Or is it palladium? I think it's puppies. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely puppies. Yeah. So maybe Chandler will actually get to do his his podcast. Christmas tree eating podcast. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Every time before we come on, we discuss what Chandler would create his episodes about his uh, for his podcast. And uh, today's was going to be about eating a Christmas tree. The whole thing. The whole thing. Decorations whole, and all. The whole Christmas tree. Yep. Decorations and all. Our little nine pound chihuahua. Because he likes to eat things. So anyway, I am your host, Sarah. And with me, of course, is my co-host, Dan. Oh, hi there. Welcome. I didn't see you there. I didn't see you either. Oh. But I still don't see them. No. Unfortunately, we can't see them. Nope. We can only see you when you write to us. Um, so write to us. Because we like to know who's listening. All right. So a few things that we want to say before we get into today's episode. We are trying to get Mariska Hargitay on the podcast. And I mentioned this in uh, yesterday, Psyche Saturday, too. And I'm going to mention it on every episode until we get her on. Because we really want everyone to rally around this and get Mariska on the podcast. So what you can do is you can retweet from our Twitter, um, at Blackbird underscore pod, or you can go to sign our petition at change.org. And we will, of course, link that in the show notes. But we really, really, really want her on to talk about her advocacy and her foundation and um, all of the work that she does on Law and Order, because her character is all about advocacy as well, which, you know, that's what the show kind of wraps itself around. So, um we really want her on to just, on a broader scale, discuss advocacy. Also, beginning tomorrow, we will be holding an end-of-year giveaway on Instagram. So, basically, what you need to do is find the post. We're going to post it tomorrow, Monday. Um, follow us on Instagram at Blackbird Advocacy. Leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And then on that same post on Instagram, let us know what your Apple ID handle is so that we know who left us the rating and review so that we can audit and make sure that we are getting everybody in that left us the review. And this is going to go through the end of the year and the winner will be announced on January 2nd. And you'll win a true crime tote bag three lip stains in Femme Fatale, Heartbreaker, and Infamous. And um, I may throw in one or two of our stickers in there also, because I'm kind of obsessed with our new stickers right now. They're like some of my favorite stuff. Okay, so good luck if you enter the, the giveaway. 
Okay, so because it's the holidays and we brought you a really heavy case last weekend, we figured that we would be a little nicer this weekend and do something a little light. More cheerful. Yeah. So today's episode is all about bizarre and or funny crimes that took place around the holidays. So some of them have to do with the holidays and some of them don't, but they are, they're all surrounding the holidays. So, um, and they're a little quirky. Number one is the Grinch. Yes, (laughs) exactly. The ultimate holiday crime. Our first case is, yeah, exactly. (laughs) We begin with a case that comes to us from December 2017 out of Fairfax County, Virginia. Police were called to a scene near Dulles International Airport. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, Dulles. I think I am. Dulles. Right? Dulles. Yeah. Um, When Jose Gonzalez Flores crashed his pickup truck into two other cars and allegedly assaulted one of the drivers involved in the accident. According to police, Flores then went back to his truck and threw objects from it onto the nearby road. And to make matters even more interesting for police, Flores then removed all of his clothing. And one witness said he began swinging at oncoming traffic as well as laying down in the middle of the road. Huh. But he didn't stop there. He then jumped onto a moving truck. He then broke the truck's window and used a knife. And where he got the knife, I don't know. um, To stab the roof. Huh. Sounds like he's on some bath salts. Right. (laughs) When the truck driver was finally able to stop, Flores fled the scene. Police later found him in a drainage ditch on the airport's property. Huh. Yeah. (laughs) He was then transported to the hospital for non-life-threatening injuries and, I hope, a psych eval as well. Yeah, I mean, he could use it. Yeah. He was probably on drugs. So he was arrested on two counts of felony hit and run, throwing an object at a moving vehicle, which I didn't know was like specifically a crime. Like I thought it was just like something else. But yeah, Um, destruction of property, assault and battery, indecent exposure, disorderly conduct and possession of marijuana. So I'm thinking maybe that marijuana, he smoked some and it was laced with something. Because marijuana on its own is not going to make you do that. So yeah, no, not not even a little. I, I'm 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 curious. Um, so in March of 2018, Flores pleaded guilty to misdemeanor hit and run, misdemeanor assault, and indecent exposure, receiving a suspended three-year sentence, and being put on probation for two years or until restitution is paid in full. Prosecutors decided not to file charges related to the other matters. I could not find what his motive was or if he was indeed on any sort of pharmaceutical. So I don't know if he was on drugs or if this was a psychiatric thing. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to tell sometimes. It is. <laughs> it, it, no, it is. It is. I mean, it's there are way more people that act crazy because they're on drugs than act crazy because they've got something wrong with them. Right. So statistically, your best bet is just to be like they're on something. Right. But you could be right. He could be sober and just... Need to be on something. Need to be on something. Right. right. (laughs) Good point. (laughs) 
yeah exactly <laughs> um so yeah that was uh it was that was a strange incident and uh not sure why he had to trip down but yeah whatever cool well dude. that actually lends even more credence to the drugs theory because he could have been on something that was making massively him feel increasing hot. his body temperature mm-hmm. it's true that's true yeah all right so for some reason people really like to be naked around the holidays the next case comes from Alabama and happened on New Year's Eve 2016. Surveillance video from the residence of Jersey Bell star Danielle Yancey and her husband Bert showed a man lurking around their windows. This man was completely nude, save for a sock covering his genitals <laughs> and a Ronald Reagan mask covering his face. All right. Because that's normal. Especially around the holidays. At least he thought to cover his junk. Well, yes. Thank you for being decent. Yeah. (laughs) He came onto their porch and began peeping through their windows. Bert saw him and tried to chase after him, but the peeping Ronald had gotten away. So the Yanceys called 911. Around the same time of the Yancey's 911 call, police said they received another call about a streaker running around the neighborhood. So they felt it was probably just a prank that didn't go too well. Mind you, it was about 40 degrees outside that night. So this dude is running around naked in almost freezing weather. Right. Danielle posted the surveillance video to her neighborhood's Facebook page to warn others of the prankster. At the time, the Yanceys were quite concerned and anxious about the naked man peeping in their windows. But after the video went viral, of course, and the case was explained, Danielle said she can finally have a laugh about it, as many social media personalities had when they first saw the video. Of course, people were making fun of, you know, Oh, it must be a full moon tonight. And, uh, you know, oh, doesn't the freezing cold cause shrinkage? So, you know, they had a little fun with it. Right. But at first, you know, of course, it's probably a scary situation. You see this this creepy. Right. You don't know what I mean. You don't even see a a person's face. You just see a mask in your window and this guy's naked. Like, yeah, you know, that's that's not. Yeah. There there are places that'll get you shot. Yeah. (laughs) And I would have assumed Alabama would be one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. (laughs) But yeah, so um, eventually the perp came back to the Yanceys' home, but this time to apologize. He informed them it had just been a prank and that no harm was intended. And there was actually an entire group of young guys that night, but he was the only one to actually come up to the house. And he was the only one to apologize. That's interesting. I wonder why. Did he just do it out of the goodness of his own heart, or how old was he? Do we know? We don't know anything about him. So maybe his maybe his mommy and daddy made him. I'm thinking <laughs> he might be a minor because we don't know about him. And I feel like I had so I had seen this um, on an ID show, like crimes that went viral or something like that. I think that's what the show was called. And I want to say that it may have been that. That because he was a minor and his parents like said something that he went right. to apologize right. because we we don't know his ident- identity or anything so I think he may have been a right. minor 
because otherwise i believe they would have told us who he was yeah um the really the only reason they protect the identity of of perpetrators or victims is because they're minors so yeah you're right it could have been that his parents were like yeah no you need <laughs> yeah you need either, to just, go do something. either just because it's the right thing to do or because they were fearful of prosecution right because yeah. if your kid goes and does something dumb you're legally liable right yeah and the Yanceys, you know they were like yeah okay it's a prank we get it thank you for apologizing right like, they're yeah, you know it was enough. it was a silly thing that kids do and mm-hmm. didn't go over yep. the way it should have yep. We've all done dumb stuff <laughs> you know so but yeah i mean actually so really quickly i remember my dad on halloween when i would have when i was like young young probably like young middle school i would have halloween parties and my dad would put on like creepy masks and like walk around the house and like stick <laughs> his face in the windows that's awesome yeah it was awesome so that's like all I was thinking nice. when, I, <laughs> when I heard about this story. It's creepy. It's yeah. creepy when a mask is like up at your window. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, I mean like I I might shoot you if that's the case. Yeah. <laughs> I probably wouldn't, because let's be honest. <laughs> ask questions then shoot, not the other way around. <laughs> but I'm just saying. Yeah. It's not a situation you want to find it's yourself. It's not something you want to do. Just just don't do it. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. Just don't do it all around. Asking for any kind of trouble. Yeah, exactly. So speaking of New Year's Eve, this same New Year's Eve 2016, up in Montreal, a newly married couple found themselves in a very precarious situation in their own home. Justine Smith and Francisco Perez had literally just been married, like that day. Being that it was their wedding night, they wanted to spend some quality time with each other at their home after the ceremony. But Justine and Francisco also rented their extra room out on Airbnb and had forgotten to turn off the instant booking feature. Which I didn't even know there was, and that's scary to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, you don't get to vet these people. Like, right. they just book and they're you there. Just, you just have to leave your house now. Yeah. <laughs> So they actually had they had an extra room. That's what they would rent out. So they had their room and then this extra room. But they didn't seem to mind that somebody booked that night because they felt they needed the extra money. Why not? You know, we just spent all this money on a wedding. Yeah. So, okay, cool. Yeah, weddings are expensive. Yes. However, at 2.30 a.m. when Justine and Francisco finally returned to their apartment to begin to celebrate their marriage together in solitude... They found their apartment a complete mess. They decided to not worry about it until the morning, so they went to their bedroom. Soon after, they were awoken by guests returning to their apartment, followed by the sounds of snorting cocaine from the living room. All right. I mean, that's some pretty loud snorting. It's very loud. All right. I mean, but this is an apartment, so it could be like really, really close proximity to the... Yeah. To the living room. Not only this, they began to also hear people having sex in the room next to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yep. That happens. Deciding when you're, when you're when you're snorting coke. Yep. <laughs> Deciding to just deal with it in the morning, Justine and Francisco go got back to sleep. But when morning came, Justine was met in the living room by two naked strangers on the couch, surrounded by empty cocaine baggies. <laughs> 
Wow. <laughs> she also discovered that three extra people had been invited to stay with the naked guests. Ah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably not in the terms of service. No. Mm-mm. So the Airbnbers, having been caught, cleaned up after themselves. Oh, all right. Mm-hmm. They left a five-star rating for their hosts. <laughs> and they wrote a note saying, quote, Sorry for being such bad guests. We have no excuses for our behavior. We were honestly just fucked up. <laughs> Congratulations on your wedding. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I mean, all right. Right? It's better than just trashing the place and leaving. Yeah. But, uh, no, Airbnb, you, this was Airbnb, you said. Yeah. You can leave ratings for the guests, right? So, I think you can now, yeah. I'm pretty yeah, sure you can now. I wonder. Yeah. <laughs> what rating, what rating they, they gave their guests. <laughs> I'd be like, I mean, you cleaned up, but you also but trashed the place. You trashed the and place. had sex and did drugs. You had an orgy. You snorted coke. Like, and I'm not sure <laughs> as the... As the renter, I'm not sure what your legal liability is there. I yeah. mean, at the very least, there's going to be traces of narcotics in your house now. Yeah. So if there happens to be a crime yeah. and the police show up, they're like, oh, you like uh, you like the white lightning, huh? Yeah, exactly. So the thing with Airbnb is like years ago, um, they, they were kind of like Uber where like they didn't have any liability for things that happened um, inside someone's home if they rented on airbnb mm. but i think as of late because there have been so many issues they've started to yeah um have some sort of you know take some sort of responsibility for things yeah. um so this was 2016 2015 end of 2015 um beginning of 2016 so i'm assuming at that point they may have had something that like maybe reimbursed the um the renter yeah. for for like cleaning you know things right. like that so right i don't know i don't know i've never rented or been a renter on airbnb so yeah i know people who have and i know a lot of people who have had very bad situations very bad experiences yeah, with i don't airbnb, know so. i don't know if i'd be willing to do that with like my home like if i had another property i might do right. that or like a vacation home or something that i'm only going to be there a couple weeks a year right at least you know rent it out a few weekends in the summer to get recoup some of your cost but like yeah i don't know if i'd be willing to do that with my own home especially if you're gonna be there especially if you're gonna be there or especially like if i'm gonna be gone and you're and home. i'm alone yeah mm-hmm. right like yeah, yeah no yeah. thanks well yeah no i wouldn't want strangers coming into my home while no. i'm there like no. i don't I mean, but some people like that. Some people like to just, you know, have like couch surfers in their house and and stuff. It's it's like a fun thing. I don't know. I don't get it. But just have your, just I mean, invite, do you invite your friends over? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> invite your friends over. Exactly. Let your friends have slumber parties. Yeah, let your friends pass out on your couch <laughs> and do coke. <laughs> yeah. Well, happy wedding to those people. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they left some party favors for you. They may have. Well, I don't know. Depending how expensive that Coke was, I don't know. Mm. All right. So our last story comes from a lot of different places. I had originally read about someone who stabbed an inflatable snowman on someone's lawn. So I wanted to research that more to use as a story for this episode. Sounds reasonable. But when I did, did a Google search, I was met with 
quite a lot of stories. Of snowmen getting stabbed? (laughs) (laughs) From different people in completely different areas. So um, I'm just going to read a few of them because this happens apparently a lot. In Ohio in 2006, a 12-foot inflatable Frosty the Snowman was stabbed by two screwdriver-wielding teenagers. 12 foot? Yeah. Good lord. Yeah. That is tacky. (laughs) Forget the fact that these guys just slashed this this inflatable snowman. I mean... No comment. (laughs) No comment. You already commented. In 2016, in Massachusetts, a masked assailant jumped out of a pickup truck and ran onto someone's lawn. He was caught on surveillance video stabbing and slashing an inflatable Frosty. The homeowner provided Frosty with nine stitches and said he was doing well. Oh, that's cool. Like, like actually, like, repaired it yeah. or just did it for fun? He repaired it. Yeah, because those things are expensive. They're expensive. Especially a 12-foot one. Again, yeah, I a different guy, but still. I don't know how tall this one was, but they seem to all be around that height. So, yeah. Those things are expensive. They are expensive. I, good for you. I'd fix it, too. I mean, you shouldn't fix it because you shouldn't have had it in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> but that's cool that you fixed it instead yeah. of just throwing it out. <laughs> Even cooler, he set up a GoFundMe for Frosty's medical bills. <laughs> but the proceeds actually went to charity. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that was really sweet. Yeah, I was like, how much could it cost for, like, some vinyl patches? (laughs) (laughs) In 2018, in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, a large inflatable Frosty outside the True by Hilton Hotel was stabbed and quickly deflated. The assailant had hopped out of a Jeep Wrangler, attacked the Frosty, and made his way back into the Jeep before taking off from the scene. Frosty made a full recovery after reconstructive surgery and was proudly standing back up at the hotel. All right. I don't know why there are so many people in these stories who drive pickups and Jeeps. I'm sorry to anyone who listens to this who drives a pickup or a Jeep. It's quite a stereotype there. Yeah. Like, nobody's doing this from a Prius. No. <laughs> And no, we do not own a Prius. No. God, no. Uh, nothing against people who drive Priuses. Right. Prius I. Prius. Uh, sure. Yeah. All right. And finally, we have a story that's quite the opposite of these frosty annihilations. In Highland Meadows, Pennsylvania, A group of teenagers in Buddy the Elf costumes have been erecting inflatable frosty decorations on their neighbor's lawns to spread some holiday cheer. I feel like there's a twist coming. No, there is not. In a year full of destruction, (laughs) depression, and devastation, they felt that it would cheer up their neighborhood. That's cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So we we all could use a little bit of that. Um, I have to say our neighborhood has lit up recently. We've had some warm weather. So a lot of people have been able to get outside and and put up their decorations. And it really just it really does just spread joy and cheer. And even if you don't celebrate the holidays, it's just such a nice thing to to 
like Dan says every day when he comes home from work, it's, you know, it's dark out. So he gets to drive down the block and, and approach our home and see our lights up. And it just evokes this. It's just nice. This holiday spirit, yeah. that that happiness, that joy that you're supposed to feel this time of year. And especially with 2020 having gone the way it did, we all really, really, really need a good end of the year. <laughs> yeah. We need to spread some joy and, and cheer. And I did not mean for that to rhyme. Nah. Um, so, yeah, I thought that was a really cute way to end. Yeah, that is really cute. All of, all of these silly... It's nice to see that some good things are happening yeah. in the world. Yeah. Um, and it's that it's teenagers that are doing it. I thought that was really cute, too. Yeah. You know, most of the time it's the teenagers that are destroying doing these. Doing the bad <laughs> stuff, yeah. <laughs> I mean, years ago, my goodness, years ago when we would put our uh, decorations out, we, we constantly had a neighborhood Grinch who would come around and either steal our decorations or, you know, put our reindeer in precarious positions mm. and... It was just like, eggings. why? You don't really hear about eggings anymore. No, you don't. Which is good because eggs do damage. Especially yes. e- even if you don't like freeze them intentionally, just walking around with your idiot friends with a carton of eggs in your backpack makes them much harder. And then you toss them at people's cars and ruin their cars. I was egged one year, one Halloween, like personally. Many times. It hurts. It does hurt. <laughs> It hurts. It is hard to get yeah. out of everything. It just just don't do it. Yeah. If you want to do something like that, like toilet paper something. There's no destruction in toilet papering. And I know that you say all the time that it takes a lot to clean it up. But sometimes toilet papering can look pretty. For the record, we are not condoning TP in your neighbor's houses. <laughs> Unless so, there's a prior agreement. Unless this is your friend and, and it's you're a like prank. Are you pranking no. your friend? Prior agreement. All right, fine. <laughs> Unless it's your friend and you know that you're going to do stuff to each other's houses and you have permission to do so, we cannot condone surprising people with damage. So in our neighborhood, um, and this has been going on since I can remember, since at least I was in high school here, um, homecoming weekend, the football players' homes always get TP'd. And I don't know if it's the cheerleaders who do it or if it's the other football players who do it it's the av club it might be (laughs) but it's it's just a tradition that we have in this town and it's silly but you know it's i think it's funny no it's cool and like i said it's a it's a prior agreement maybe it's not like written down or anything like that but you just kind of know it's just the tradition of the town so you know know. exactly so that's cool because you're like all right yeah i know i'm gonna have to clean up some tv yeah because my son's the quarterback. And it it's one of, it. yes, exactly. And it's one of those things too, where like, then you're driving around the town and you see the TP and you're like, oh, okay, that right. kid is a football player. Like, good luck this right. weekend at homecoming, you know, whatever. Right. So, you know, it's, right. it's just a silly thing, but, right. but it's one of our traditions and, you know. Like with most things in life, they're much more fun with prior consent. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, consent. There, there the are key there, consent. <laughs> there are very, very few times in life when you when you shouldn't have consent, like a surprise, like a surprise party, right? <laughs> or like a really cool birthday present right. for someone that they weren't expecting. Exactly. That's about it. Yeah. Right. Yes. Ninety nine percent of the time, going through life, you should do things with consent. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> please, please get prior authorization. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so. 
What did you think of some of those stories? I thought they were good. I liked the one about the kids erecting the Frosties. Yeah. That was cool. That's nice. Um, the naked druggies, allegedly, <laughs> are funny. Um, yeah, and all the inflatable carnage. Yeah. I can't officially condone a stance on that. <laughs> but I will tell you that I find those things very tacky. The thing about the inflatable <laughs> creatures is um, if they're not blown up fully, right. it's it just looks sad and, and, and messy. And, and that's what it is 90% yeah. of the time. Yeah. These things are deflated and it just shows that you don't care. Right. And you're just like, I'm going to spend $500. Like, I spent $100 on lights, and I put them in the house. You spend $500 for a thing, push a button, that you have to push once a day, and you don't even push it. So it sogs over. Yeah. You don't keep them clean from between the years, so they get dirty and moldy and stupid. They're just stupid. <laughs> Dan loves inflatable creatures. I don't like the inflatable things. Oh, have <laughs> you seen... So um, I'm sure everybody knows, because you tr- you're true crime fans, that there was that... Um, Oh my god, how tall was it? The skeleton from Home Depot for Halloween? How tall was oh, that thing? Oh man. See, that was super cool. Well, so you can put that up. <laughs> well, yeah, no. So um there's a meme that's going around. Sorry if you hear our pug snoring. Um, there's a meme that's going around for Christmas that says, you know, oh, uh my my husband told me that this would only be for Halloween and you know, like Uh, We shouldn't buy it because it's so expensive and it's only going to be used once a year. And it's a picture of the skeleton inside someone's home putting the star up on their Christmas tree because their tree is so tall because they have, you know, so they have it inside decorating the Christmas tree. Nice. So they're using it as a Christmas decoration, too. And I thought that was awesome. That's so something I would do. Yeah. And then I would have him up all year round. Yeah. (laughs) It wouldn't just be for the holidays. Yeah. Or like if your kids are bad after they are asleep, after they're asleep, you put the skeleton in their room. Yeah. Like facing them. You sit it on a rocking chair because rocking chairs are always rocking creepy. Rocking chairs are always creepy. Always. Yeah. Always creepy. All right. So yeah, that's it. That's our that's our fun holiday Christmas themed true crime. Yeah, episode. and we have we have a, a white episode here. We do. It's, it's snowing it's, it again here. It just started snowing a bunch, which yeah. it wasn't supposed to. It was not this supposed is... to. So we'll see how this nice. this storm goes. Should, it's pretty. It's really it's, it's pretty. nice. It should make my commute a pain in the butt tomorrow, but you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see if you have a commute tomorrow. You might <laughs> maybe not. Uh so so with that, we we want to send a merry Christmas to our listeners and a happy Kwanzaa to our listeners and a happy Festivus to our listeners. The rest of us. Yes. And even though it has passed already, we hope those who celebrate had a happy Hanukkah. If you don't celebrate anything, have a wonderful rest of the year. We will we will be back in a in a week, but you know, have a wonderful week. Um, the winter solstice is tomorrow, so if you celebrate that, have a wonderful winter solstice. Um, if you can, try to look up in the sky and see the Christmas star, because this is the first time in like four hundred years that we're going to be able to see Jupiter and Saturn. Practically on top of each other, our two largest planets in the solar system. So it's going to light up the sky. It's going to be pretty awesome. Try to catch a glimpse of that if you can. Um, And uh, speaking of, we have to look into fixing our telescope. Mm. (laughs) Um, And yeah, you know, just just have a great rest of the week. And and hopefully if you if you do celebrate the holidays that are coming up this week, that you have a, a lovely 
holiday. And um, like we said, for Thanksgiving, try to not have too many people in your home for the holidays. Yeah, seriously, guys. Because we had a... We saw what happened after Thanksgiving. Exactly. We had a a spike after Thanksgiving, and we really would like for that not to happen again. I know that the vaccine is out now, and a lot of people have gotten it already, but for the lowly people like us, where we aren't getting the vaccination yet, like we're still down far on the list, and there's still plenty of time for a lot of us to get sick. So please, please, please be safe uh when you have any sort of festivities at your home so you can find us on all podcast platforms and our social media through our link tree at l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e slash blackbird advocacy and don't forget to enter our end of year giveaway by following us on instagram and writing a review and rating on apple podcasts we truly 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 appreciate all of our listeners so we love when you guys send us a little review and we get to see what what you love about the podcast and that makes us be better than um maybe what we did you know a month ago so. yeah and the whole point of this is engagement yes you know, the whole point of this is is to have these conversations with you guys exactly. so that we can get these important issues in people's minds right. get these things talked about so and if the, you if you let us know anything then it means that you at least heard what we said right and the more ratings and reviews we get on apple um the more the podcast is dispersed and and is and is told to others who will then potentially listen to us and that's exactly what we want it's not because we want a farther you know reach for listenership or anything like that we just we want these discussions to be had more often and the only way that's going to happen is if people are hearing these discussions and saying, hey, they're talking about it. I want to talk about it, too. So that's how we end any sort of violence um, by by opening up that discussion and, and really getting people to open their eyes about what's what's going on around the world and around your communities. So happy holidays, everybody. We will be heard by you again. I just, that's so weird to say, but it's the truth. We will be heard by you again after Christmas. Be safe and social distance. Yeah, again, it's cold out. You shouldn't be going anywhere anyways. <laughs> and that doesn't mean all, it doesn't mean all huddle together in one place. Huddle with your family. Use this as quality time. Yes. Spend time with your family. Yeah. Don't spend time with strangers. Happy holidays, guys. Peace. Hey, everyone. I am Nick. And I'm Russ. And if you're looking for a podcast about current events that's well-informed, highly educated, and safe to share with your whole family, that's not us. Nope, it's not. But here at the Nick and Russ Don't Know Anything podcast, we have an opinion about everything and don't mind sharing it. That we do. New episodes every Wednesday and Saturday. Check us out at nickandrust.com. And find us on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and many more, including YouTube. Thank you, and I love you all. We are Pod Jerky, two Canadian buddies serving up multi-flavored audio jerky in every episode. If you like good times, strong coffee, maple syrup, swamp donkeys, hockey, the outdoors, common sense, 
dogs, conspiracy theories, sports, and life in general, then subscribe and follow our podcast and check out our social media channel at Pod Jerky. Pod Jerky. Make it a double.